Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Crick Block podcast. On today's episode, we are going to discuss the World Cup so far, the hits, the misses, the surprises. What is going to happen in the rest of the tournament? That's up to debate as well. We have with us today a special guest, a passionate cricket fan, an India fan. So Shabel is outnumbered today with two India fans, um, and he's also a cricket journalist for SportsKira.com. We have with us Anuj Prabhu. Hello. Thank you for your time. How are you? Hi, Hi guys. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm great. I'm great. How are you guys? Um, we are doing good. I mean, good, India is going well. We are perfect. We we are all happy. Um, can't say the same about Shabil right now. Uh, we're we're peaking. We're coming at the. We're gonna peak at the right time. We're just slowly building. We'll see. We'll but see. hi, Anush. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for joining. All right. Uh, let's so much, let's let's get into it. So let's start with the you know the the off field things in the tournament first the a lot has been said about the mismanagement of the tournament uh the tickets uh you know the the ticketing mess that happened with book my show you know fans not able to book their accommodation their flights their entire tour of india probably and then firstly let's talk about that and then secondly where do you think it all went wrong yeah see um for any tournament to be successful you know fans are the most important part right we all know how passionate indian fans are in particular and also mm. there are fans who travel across across the globe so i think one of the major issues that happened was uh, you couldn't uh, you couldn't release the tickets you know months before the tournament i think that is one thing that certainly uh, you know affected a lot of things then after that you know the rescheduling of the let's say an india pakistan match plans getting cancelled accommodations getting you know so those are the things you know you could have avoided but yeah again we don't know what happens behind the scenes but yeah from the fans perspective those things were certainly that uh, you know you can you can almost say that they were fr- left frustrated you know and some were even not trying for tickets that you know now like it's is it even worth it to go through all this so i think that is one thing that you know could be looked at with not just bcci you know any any team any uh, board that goes you know to to host future tournaments that you know keeping like i have spoken to some of my friends who watched the 2011 world cup they had the ticket of the final booked in june 2010 so yeah. that is how early it was and you know how click there was clarity you know it's not just like No, no only people in mumbai won't come to watch the 2011 final right there are so many people around the world who want to yep. come there yep. definitely that's one thing that you know we need to look at absolutely and have you personally had to experience the any any um mismanagement or anything like with the tickets since you're in mumbai personally not so much because uh, since i am a journalist i need to cover all the india matches right so i didn't try uh yeah but the one that i tried india sri lanka i got it so i'm happy about it but yeah definitely uh these things i like there have been so many articles online so definitely the fans definitely have been affected by it yeah and i think i'll just say but, one thing looking sitting here in australia looking at the broadcast and looking at the stadiums looking at the crowd even though all the fans have to ha- had to go through so much when it came to like ticket bookings and i think they have turned up in numbers and we can all see that because there were talks about especially from certain factions of society uh, and cricket 
community <laughs> that you know indian fans only care about indian cricket which has been proven wrong as we can see in the last few games i think people will turn up once we put up a good show for them yeah, yeah see, absolutely i yeah go ahead, go ahead the Arush. thing is about uh, you know if if you want a spicy answer from that you know <laughs> since most of the voice is coming from the west and it's understandable why you know india also crashed out of 2021 t20 world cup but we didn't say that it's the worst world cup ever yeah. so <laughs> yeah people absolutely. will turn up it's a cricket crazy country Absolutely. It is a crazy country. And yeah, the planning has been disappointing. Everything coming so late and rushed, it seemed. So um, in terms of the grounds and the pitches in this World Cup, what have, what have you made of them? Um, I know there was some issues with the outfit at Dalamshala. And, and what have you made of the, the surfaces in general? Have they been too batting friendly, do you think? Or what do you make of it? See, I think on a ground like Delhi, which has so small square boundaries, you know, if if Afghanistan can comprehensively beat England, if, mm. uh, you know, in Dharamshala, South Africa can't chase 240 against Netherlands, and these, these haven't been choked, you know, neither have England choked, nor, nor South Africa have choked. Uh, it has been proper battle, you know, the bowlers have come. So, I think, you know, I agree with what Rahul David had to say that day, that, you know, you can't rate a pitch average because it supports the bowlers, like, right? You don't Absolutely. want a 350 World Cup every time. You know, Absolutely. you don't want totals being chased that easily and then, you know, you might as well put bowling machines at the other end. Too. So, yeah. that is the thing, you know, you already took a lot away from bowlers by uh, having two new balls <laughs> and, you know, taking out the reverse swing and fielding restrictions and all that. So, I I absolutely love competitions where two seventy odd is tough to chase, and and that's the beauty I think of mm -hmm. one day cricket in itself. I think I think there's been a lot of talk of one day cricket is dying, and we can see what happened yesterday when England lost, and the and one day cricket is no more. Uh, but you know, the, the, I would love to watch one day games where it's two seventy, two seventy five, and and the Agree. opposition yep. team is you know bowling team is really working hard to defend that total and. Like you use the word comprehensively, I, I love that term when, when we talk about England, they were comprehensively beaten by Afghanistan. It wasn't a one-off. You know, Afghanistan have been doing mm. wonderful things in cricket for a few years now. And, and I, I think I sincerely hope they don't go the Bangladesh way, you know, with passionate fans, but nothing to show for it. Um, I, I would love to see Afghanistan, you know, a strong Afghanistan who can compete with the top teams. And, you know, speaking of, you know, grounds... I was particularly surprised by Lucknow. I think I don't know any anyone else was, but the Lucknow pitch we saw in IPL and what we are seeing in World Cup is yes. my, you know, it's it's completely. It's the same with it's the same with Delhi, isn't it? Yes, same with Delhi. Yeah. Goodness yeah. me, I can't believe that. Mm. But Lucknow cr crowds have been, you know, disappointing. I'll, I'll say that. I don't know what it is, but crowds in Lucknow have been disappointing. What are, mm. what are your thoughts on that? Um, when it comes to like cricketing crowds in different cities. See, I think one of the major uh, issues that impact a kind of crowd is, you know, how the, the way you reach the stadium. I have heard people say, I haven't been to Lucknow and I don't know exactly where it is geographically, but I believe that many, many, you know, you look on Twitter that how difficult it is to reach to that ground. So, by mm. that, you could understand that, you know, if it's a non-India match, why would anyone take yeah. the pains to go? Only true cricket fans, you know, who have never... You know, watched a game in their life, maybe. And, you know, when you look at grounds like Wankhede, Chinna, Swami, it's accessible. It's in the yeah. town. It's, you know, in prime areas. So, that you certainly see it in the crowd. So, I 
whenever people talk about empty seats and all you know i just two things very important you know if it's a working day how do you expect the crowd and uh, the other way is you know if 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 it's taking an effort out of people to reach the stadium like i'll give you my example i stay in thane it is one and half hours to two hours from wankhede stadium yeah why would i go for a non india match right unless i miss all non india matches and i have only one match to watch so that is the thing you know people have to look take that in uh, take different perspectives into consideration that to reach a ground also you need to have that you know accuracy or you, as you say you know shortest route possible as and and i've been to the pune stadium as well and i've seen that stadium or oh, it's it's an absolute pain to reach that stadium you know it's it's in the middle of nowhere it's not even in the city it's it's you know you don't have any public transport mm. there's not much parking there it's an absolute nightmare plus no shades nothing so it's no, it's yeah. that yeah. is probably worst stadium to watch cricket in in india um coming on to coming on to the actual cricket now um according to you let's start with the when it comes to players the hits the misses and the surprises yeah with the indian team you know specifically two players you know rohit sharma and kl rahul i think uh, mm. with rohit also in his uh, the way the approach didn't work in t20 format last year you know there was talk about being ultra aggressive but it didn't happen and everybody had written it off, written him off and see honestly it is difficult to you know fathom that how how they couldn't transfer you know have that thought on the field how how couldn't they do it on the field but now that yeah. he's doing it you know uh, with consistently that is the main thing for me it's not that he's getting out without giving a good start in, in against australia he got a good ball you know i, I think anybody yeah. could have got dismissed at that on that delivery so that is one thing and kl rahul man the the assurity with which he is playing assurity is the right word you know he he has been doing well in in odis for the last 3 4 years i have always called him a world class batter in odis but just the assurity he was at times he has looked a bit fidgety and you know, there has al- always been this question that he can arrest a collapse but can he keep going with the score being 200 for 3 and he, can he take the team to 350 so he showed that uh, in against australia also in the odi series and he has arrested the collapse brilliantly you know for to, when it was 2 for 3 i thought you know that's it you know that's our world cup that's not even the <laughs> win that's the world cup there so so definitely these two players you know properly stand mm-hmm. out and indian team in general because you know it's people from the outside can say that you know are we always win league matches it's the knockout that matters it's not like that you know you yeah. you it's never a cake walk you have to win those games to make it to the knockouts in the first yeah. place so yeah definitely that you know and, misses and i would sorry yeah. before we move on to the misses i think you made a brilliant point about kl rahul and i think you know shabel we have as you are the australia fan is australia missing someone like kl rahul in their middle order because we have seen far too many collapses from australia in the middle order yes maxwell played a brilliant innings that's that's a freak show once you know and and maxwell has played that a few times but it's not going to happen every game you know what i mean and you need that assurance like kl rahul shows like anuj said um we've tried that with manus at number 4 uh to have that stability in the team but 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 kl rahul's at a different level and he's done it all year so there's been a range of situations where either india are doing well and he can push on or he's coming in a tricky situation where india needs some consolidation while the scoreboard keeps moving and he's done that 
a few times as well. So he's really nailed that number five spot. I couldn't believe personally that there were some doubts about the number five position when Carahu was just coming back from injury. I thought that yep. was his for sure. Um, and he's really nailed that position since he came back in the Asia Cup and credit to him. And yep. um, India looked very strong. Yeah, before we go on to the misses, um, Anush, is there any concern in the Indian team at the moment in terms of batting depth or the number four position? Yeah, see, the batting depth has always been an issue. You know, we have, uh, mm. like, we tried to address it, address it. you know, uh, blooding in the likes of Deepak Chahar and all, all those bowlers who can bat. But the problem has been fitness, you know. Uh, they haven't been able to last after two, three games. That has been the biggest. I think, I, I have always believed Deepak Chahar would have been someone, you know, would have walked into the eleven in, if, if fit. But that's the thing, you know, you have to work with what you've got. You know, I, I have also been pretty frustrated uh, looking at, you know, we have like two, three number 11s. But that is the thing, right? You, If we have that, we also have wicket-taking bowlers in the middle overs, which yeah. most of the teams may not have. So, the New yeah. Zealand game made me realize that, you know, if we can stop a team from reaching 320 and we can stop them to 273, then maybe maybe it would work. But definitely, I feel Shardul at 8 is necessary. Because uh, that I know he hasn't performed so far, but just that assurity that you have someone gives the likes of Rohit Sharma and Gail at the top to go even harder. Because we saw in that New Zealand game, it would have easily been an India loss had there not been a partnership. So even at 200 for 5, if you are not confident of chasing 270, that is one area of concern for me. Because uh, we, as Indian fans, we know that one unfaithful day will 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 come some somewhere in the tournament, and hopefully, it's I, not the knockout this time. I just hope it's any of the group games. I don't I don't care yeah, which yeah. one it is. I just hope it's. I, I, and we all know, as India fans, it is coming. We all know that we are just we are grounded. We know that it's going to happen in the semi. Yeah. No, I don't. I hope not. Not this time. I don't think it's the, happening the funny, this time. The funny part looking is. Good. Yeah, the funny part is I watched India versus Australia in Wankhede and we were 29 for 5 and that was the first thing that came to my mind. The semi-final is in Wankhede. What yeah. if we face Stark under lights? Uh, so, that is one that thing. Sounds it's like always a nice, there on the back of my that sounds like a nice scenario. <laughs> that, that. I, I <laughs> sincerely hope not. Um, Alright, let's talk, let's talk about the misses and the surprises. The surprises can be good or bad, according to you, but who are firstly the big misses of the tournament and then the surprises? Well, you know, misses, uh, of course, it has to be England because like every other, yeah. uh, whoever was predicting, every analyst had them at least in their top four. It was like, you know, I had seen some uh, tweets, some shouts that, you know, they might not qualify, but I thought like, you know, it's not red ball cricket, right? It's You still will expect good pitches. But they got beaten comprehensively on good pitches. That is the bigger worry for me. Like, yesterday's pitch was not a 157 pitch. Uh, in, in And you expect uh, them to chase 270 against Afghanistan. So, that's certainly one, one miss that I, I feel it's more to do with them not being ready to transition their team than anything else. Like, you can't have so many one-dimensional players. You know, you can't have Butler batting at number 6. He is your biggest match winner. I understand you did that in 2019 because you had five inform batters at the top. So, I believe he has to bat in the top four or or open. You know, now it, as it is, you have nothing to lose. Has, has mm. and this I say this as, as a big MS Dhoni fan, but has Butler gone the MS Dhoni way? 
in terms of his ODI ability and, and, you know, playing that fast-paced game in the death overs where, you know, we all know what happened with Dhoni in the, in the, you know, you know, fag end of his career. The issue is he's getting out too quickly. He's not even having (laughs) a chance to to his innings. But I I don't seem to think like, you know, Butler is a, is a brilliant white ball batter, but I don't, I can't pinpoint one thing that has gone wrong for him. Like I can't say, okay, this is, he needs to do this. What do you think, Anuj? I think most of the situations that he has come to bat in have been 50 for 3, 60 for 4 and all those yeah. things. You know, it has never been a comfortable... That is the main main reason that I am saying this because, uh, you know, in the England teams of the past, he always used to come, you know, with 200 for 2 or something like that, promoted up the order, go and smash smash them. So, I that mm. is why I feel that, you know, as a captain, he... He needs to understand, at least in Indian conditions, that you know he gets more dangerous as as long the longer he stays in the crease. So instead of coming in at fifty for three, if he's coming in at fifty for one, maybe. So that is the difference. You know he has the cushion of batter. So be, be, behind him there is only Livingston, and that also is a musical chair. Sometimes it's Livingston, sometimes it's Sam Curran. So firstly, they haven't been able to find their best combination. Like I feel. Benching Reese Topley in the first game was an absolute howler because, you know, you can't yeah. go in with that light and attack. And then when Topley is injured, I don't know why they can't didn't bring Archer in. So that's something that I really don't know. I, 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 yeah, I thought it was a sure fit. shot. Yeah. I don't know if he's fit, but uh, even even having someone like, like Gus, Gus Atkinson in the squad, he's only played a few list day games. So it's like... They're picking guys who are not playing 50-over cricket regularly. So, I don't know. It's it's a mess, but I don't mind. I don't mind at all. <laughs> oh, we, we don't mind either. <laughs> I, I'm sure Anuj doesn't mind either as well. I think yeah. all of us collectively yeah, it's, are it's, enjoying it's, the... It's all in the spirit of cricket, yeah. Yep, it's all. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's another run out yesterday. So, I do Rashid. Oh, I can't believe England. Yeah, uh, but they're definitely know. a surprise. They're definitely a surprise for me as well. Like they're, they're, yeah, I had them in top four reluctantly in a way, you know, it was like, but still they had enough, I thought you'd have enough firepower, enough quality to win the games, you know, Sri Lanka and Afghanistan in particular, expect England on those good pitches to, to beat those teams, but they've been comprehensively beaten in all four of their games, smashed in all of them. Can't believe it really. But they still have a chance to qualify. If they do, <laughs> no chance. They're done. In India next at Lucknow. Good luck. Oh, um, don't say that. That might yeah. be the game where Butler comes back in form. You don't know. Oh, now, now they have I nothing would... to lose. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I doubt it. India playing too well, to be honest. Um, speaking of another Asian team, uh, Pakistan. Anuj, what, what have you made of them? And where, where's it going wrong for them at the moment? What do they need to change? See, the thing with Pakistan has always been, you know, the way, if, if you have seen the, the way the experts talk and like, they, they exactly know the problem, but they're not working on it. Like, you know, uh, not playing 50 overs cricket domestically, not playing first class cricket. If you continuously play four overs cricket, you know, as a fast bowler, you will never develop firstly that endurance and the skills. Like, even if you're fit mm-hmm. enough, you need to need to plan your uh, spells, you know, you could get a spell with the new ball, then the middle overs. So, exactly yep. what Bumrah spoke, right? When he came back, he spoke that I was preparing for a 10 over spell. Like, I wasn't even thinking of a T20 game. So, that is something that, you know, once Nasim Shah was injured, you know, it's unfortunate, but they lost a lot of, you know, tooth in their attack, you can say. 
एंड इवन इवन विथ शाहीन आई थिंक वंस अगेन लाइक द लास्ट टी ट्वेंटी वर्ल्ड कप दे हैव रस्ट हिम आई डोंट नो हाउ इज बोलिंग इन वन थर्टीज either that or yeah. you know, like when you when you hear experts like wasim akram speak you realize you know that why would you keep such a three month tour in sri lankan conditions before the world cup why would you not rotate your quick so like they know the problems but i don't know why they are not working on it my question here is do you think we have seen we have all grown up watching enough cricket do you think babar as a captain is any good i personally don't think so i think he's a great batter he can be even greater what he's now but as a captain he just doesn't seem to have any plans other than plan a and that's it see about uh, babar uh, you see it's the classic case of you know best batter can't be a best yeah. captain you know that is that is the thing that has happened yeah. with him we have seen it with sachin also in the 90s that it used to bog him down and clearly it's bogging babar down like you know when the ball is reversing you are bringing in a leg spinner from both ends like that's even more alarming from both ends you are doing that and still somehow afghan yeah still still somehow afghanistan gave you a chance 30 from 30 and you again bring usama amir so yeah i i don't rate him as a captain definitely he's a he's a very good batter and i feel he can reach the elite level if he continues to contribute as a batter like he has to give up the captaincy but agree the, the problem weird. the problem to that yeah yeah and and the problem to that that i'm i haven't you know um figured out a solution but there is no one in line to take over from him who has the authority who can you know have have has the performances as well to back him as a leader uh, you know you could argue it's shadab khan or rizwan but i don't think they are captains rizwan do it rizwan <sighs> you know i personally yeah, don't think he is yeah. a captaincy material but up to you anuj yeah see i i feel the time has come for them to think out of the box like you know i would i would i would name a player here when abdullah shafiq stepped out to bumrah and hit him straight over his head you know the way he was dominating uh, australian bowlers also he he seems to have a mindset different from the others that is what i would say like you know yeah. it's fitting that he broke their sixes jink in the jink jinks in the power play you know so like to even think that they haven't hit a single six so it's not just about skills you know you you don't need you don't need power game or protein as imamulak said to clear the boundaries in uh, chinna swami definitely so i think you know the mindset change is required something like india did with ms dhoni you know suddenly out of the blue you just give it to abdullah shafiq like i feel that he is cut from a different cloth like the mindset it just shows you know the way he puts the dives in the field the way he stops singles at extra cover and then you know doing what he does with the bat he has been a revelation for them definitely he's a good player they need someone who's proactive anuj what are your thoughts about australia are you starting to worry about them or you think now nah, that they can't make a, a mark in this tournament what do you think yeah uh, just when you think they can't make a mark they just wake up don't they so <laughs> there's there's something about australia and world cups that you just you just can't rule them out they will they will lose 4-1 to west indies and then suddenly uh, you know beat 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 up beat pakistan in their own den like you can't say own den but dubai so yeah you know suddenly yeah. you this all this shaheen afridi three sixes in the stands matthew wit suddenly out of yes. so out of i i don't trust australia so like you know people 
people are saying are india will finish first australia will finish fourth we'll have them don't worry we won't have classen are you have to worry about australia yeah <laughs> that is the that is the thing and you know personally i feel private head will only solve their problems extra spin option and you know extra like that batting firepower that they need at the top i i i really feel mm. the one thing that they have not cashed in like apart from the last uh, game in against pakistan apart from the pakistan game is making the most of the power play i i really felt sad for michel marsh because you know it's it's not his job to blunt the new ball like you know he should he should bat when the ball gets older like you know that is where he is most dangerous he got got a good nut from bumrah he could have could have caused real damage had he come down the order so definitely yeah. but yeah i i don't like this move of smith at number 4 it is as bad as co- watching kohli at number 4 I really feel it should mm. be Marsh at number four. So yeah, I want to see how that pans out. And I think I I have the same thoughts because watching Marsh open, I really saw that he he was out of place. Um, you know, he was not comfortable in that position position, and he himself gave a statement that I'll be happy to you know give up my opening slot for Travis Head. So I think that's there. But if if travis head comes in for you shabel as as an australian fan and you know anuj as as a journalist as well if Tra- travis head comes in who for you goes out is it manas is it an obvious choice is it someone else we'll start with anuj it has to be it has to be it has to be manas sorry ega anuj yeah. yeah definitely it has to be manas i feel that number 4 is such a spot that you have to change gears according to situation and yeah. that is something marnas has found difficult like similar to what kl rahul used to do before you can trust marnas in arresting a collapse but i don't know you know and even australia haven't trusted him when they have been 200 for two they have promoted other batters they have promoted uh, english and also yeah, english also is doing a good job so definitely it has to be marnas it's for me it's just that you know if you trust marsh at number 3 and you lose a wicket first ball then it's as good as him opening again so like i would want to see steve smith with his unorthodox technique you know blunting the ball and putting pressure on the opposition rather than you know wanting mitchell marsh to do it like he is the bison right he has to has to bat in that middle order and you know 11 to 40 is his area i feel you know with just four fielders outside interesting because he played a lot of dot balls in the pakistan game in the middle so is there a concern marsh starting out against spin in the middle would you think he'd be as as effective or isn't he more effective with the hard new ball up front i don't know that's probably a question for australia i well. think if you, yeah, if I, you have I, if you have maxwell you know doing what he what he did and you know if he keeps doing that mm. i think you australia need not worry about who's to come or who is you know batted already i think if maxwell can be maxwell and and you know just do his job i think australia yeah, no, true, no but, target but, is too big for australia true but similar to the butler you know conversation we we're having earlier he's coming in 50 for 350 for four you have to set up a platform ideally for maxwell you don't want to be you don't want maxwell coming in trying to set up an innings he comes in and causes the damage as we saw last game in the last 15 20 overs um so yeah, we, i think we still need to get that top four right and get the combination right with these games coming up i think travis head probably will play tomorrow against new zealand it's what we're hearing so let's see how it goes tomorrow i i do uh, have sorry, sorry shabir before we move on i do have one question for you as an australian fan where do mm-hmm. you see alex carey going from here now 
I think he has been brought on uh, this tour, this this tournament. Yeah, played one game, dropped. Where do you see his career going? Or you know him as, as a player? Uh, he'll be all right. He'll, he'll he'll play in the test matches against Pakistan, West Indies. He'll be there uh, as our test keeper. Um, yeah, I think it was a bit harsh to drop him, but I don't think he's been the same since the whole Besto thing, which surprisingly we're hearing about again. <laughs> we're seeing all the, all England still talking about that. I don't think he's been the same since that, but um, in the one day stuff, probably yeah, he's probably out of the team for the rest of this tournament, I assume, and then he'll be back in the tests. So he'll still have an important role for us. Anut said, I think I've I've grown up watching enough of Australia to know what they can do in the World Cups. I mean, 2003 flashbacks (laughs) still happen. Um, So yeah, I hope hope so. But look, this team is no is is not as good as that team. And we, being honest, we do have holes uh, in our team. And um, yeah, as I said to you before the tournament, the difference between our best cricket and our worst cricket, there's a big gap, and we've already seen that in this World Cup. So, yeah, right. hopefully they can continue to play good cricket. Yeah. Now, let's talk about some of the better teams in the World Cup, starting with Afghanistan. <laughs> um, where, good. Where, what's happened? Is it Jonathan Trott? Is it, is it uh, you know, everyone's, you know, is it Ajay Jadeja, as some people are saying, who, who's behind all this? And where do you see Afghanistan going from here, Anuj? Definitely one marked improvement has been their strike rotation. I think the way mm. they were not yeah. at all troubled by Pakistan. Like, yeah, they Pakistan had their flaws with bowling changes and uh, misfields, but to be unflustered at like with ease, you know, even even against England, I thought, you know, when they lost the plot from 100 for no loss to 150 for 5, I thought that's it, you know, they, they'll just bundle out for 200. But I think what Jonathan Trott has brought with them, him is the steely temperament that he was known for. You know, just grind it out in the middle. It's just the the phase of next five overs after you lose a couple of quick wickets is crucial. Like, I think against Pakistan, they did that beautifully. I thought that when uh, the, the momentum was with Pakistan, when uh, Ibrahim Zadran was dismissed, and I thought that, you know, Shahidi with, with, with a career strike rate, I think 56 or 66, I thought that that was a wrong move. Maybe Omar Zai could have come, but they did it brilliantly. You know, they just rotated the strike, kept on finding the odd boundary. I think Afghanistan probably are more talented team than Pakistan, like on talent, just on raw talent. But the way that they have added technique to that temperament to that, that is that is kudos to them. Like the their bowling changes to to play four spinners on that, you know. It, it felt like a fantasy before, but it worked so well. It worked so well with Noor. So, it shows that they are not here just to express themselves. They are here to try and qualify for semi-finals, which is mm. possible, you know, if they give Australia a hard time. They could. Yeah, they could. Um, agree, I've, you know. What I've also noticed, Shabel is, and, and Anuj is, um, you know, their, their coach, Jonathan Trott, is still young mm. in his coaching career. He, he's still, you know, mm. he's still starting out. And yeah. you had, you have this young, we can't say young because he's still, you know, new to coaching. And then you had Mickey Arthur as, as the Pakistan coach, seasoned professional for years and years. It, it was just, for me, it was really beautiful to watch because you have this young team with the young coach and then, a, a, you know, a, a, an experienced team with an experienced coach, but 
just seems you know things just flipped and you know what john yeah. has done for afghanistan is like anand said has put his own flavor like he used to play um and and mm. strike rotation has been absolutely brilliant and we we have to remember rashid khan hasn't turned up yet like he has bowled well i will you know i'll agree that he has bowled well in patches but he hasn't been rashid khan that we know of in white ball cricket yeah well, um i thought there was a big difference in the, the calmness of the two teams the other night i thought pakistan panicked he looked the panic on the sidelines with mickey arthur and co and jonathan trot looked calm and afghanistan looked calm so they they can definitely yeah you know, push for the semi-finals. That would be an amazing story if they could do it. You know, that would only be say Australia lose tomorrow to New Zealand. They'd only be two points behind Australia, if I'm not mistaken. You know, on four points at the moment, they've got Sri Lanka next. Uh, that's a game on Monday that can go either way. That game mm. that, that could be very interesting at Pune. So anything's possible. Anything's possible for sure. Uh, maybe we'll finish with this last question as to maybe you look at maybe the la- the final four, uh, maybe a word on New Zealand. You know, are they in any strife? You know, they've still got the hard games to come because uh, I think they've beaten Netherlands, Afghanistan and Bangladesh, but now they've got Australia coming. Uh, they've got a few more of those tough games. What do you think of them and, and are they in your final four and what is your final four? Yeah, definitely. You know, they are in the final four. I... I... I still feel it could go south for them, not in case of dropping out of semi-final spots. I see them playing India at mm. one day. I, I still feel Australia will finish third and South Africa will finish second. And it could be Australia-South Africa at Eden Gardens. I, I feel this is going to be the case because first they don't have Williamson. But at the same time, they just have enough quality to win at least two out of the next four games, tough games that they have. So mm. I feel that will take them to four. Provided Australia go on a roll and you no, know, just be Australia in World Cup. So yeah. that is that is something that I I I feel it will be India, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand as the four four spots here. Yeah, it's looking the likeliest at the moment. Uh, with Pakistan just not getting going, they have to beat South Africa today. You think um, England just about out and possibly Afghanistan can make a run, but consistency still the problem for them. So. Looks so, like that could be the yeah that's the likely top four. Do you do you both Sri Lanka think, as well? I guess Sri Lanka. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Do you them. both do you both think that you know mm. a lot of people have been indicating that India you know the top four that we see as of today is the top four. Um, so do you, mm. they're yeah. they're writing off Sri Lanka, Pakistan, and Afghanistan altogether? But I would say that those three are the most unpredictable teams in international cricket. And and you never know what, especially we have seen Pakistan do it a lot of times when when their backs are against mm. the wall, and I think they're just that unpredictable. And same with yeah. Sri Lanka as well, and Afghanistan. As I said, they have a lot of talent. Um, you know, uh, Jonathan Trod, a brilliant coach as well behind them. So I'm not I'm not fully con- convinced that this is the top four that we have, but I would love to see a surprise somewhere. <laughs> Who do you think? Who thinks uh, that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know, but I, I, I still you got to back I, your statement up. <laughs> I, I still feel there's a there's a surprise somewhere. I think I, I still feel Sri Lanka or Pakistan can sneak in. But if if we see Afghanistan sneak in, I would love that. As every cricket. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, Sri Lanka could, but I just worry they got a lot of injuries in their bowling, and they did bowl very well yesterday. But England batted terribly as well. But I just worry with Sri Lanka, the depth in their bowling. 
that's you know they've got they've, they've got a lot of good players out. So, um, so you know, that Afghanistan Sri Lanka game, that Afghanistan Sri Lanka game could be massive. South Africa too good to choke or? Are we I mean, using that first, word? Are we using that word here? Uh, are we using that I, word? I don't know about you, Anush. I mean, the difference between South Africa batting first and chasing is is massive, and that's probably the big issue for them. The batting first, they're best in the world, I think, at that. And then, you know, their spin hitting and their finishing is out of this world. But it's the chasing. Happened in the one-day series against Australia before the World Cup and then against the Netherlands in this World Cup. That's something they've got to get right. So batting first, they can do do a madness in this World Cup and maybe go all the way, but it's the pressure of the chasing. I don't know if you guys feel the same. You go, Anuj? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, the way the grounds have been picked uh, when you talk about Ahmedabad, Kolkata, Mumbai in semifinals and finals, they are, they are made for Klassen to have a big day, right? You, he, yes. will, he will just, you could ask him three grounds you want to bat in and he would say these three grounds in India because mm. Ahmedabad literally has, like in the IPL, it broke all the six hitting records. Like it's a big stadium, but only stands wise. Like the ball travels there. Mm. Right, only seating capacity wise, it's a big stadium, and Wankhede needs no introduction like high altitude level, little higher than normal. And uh, mm. with, and Kolkata, the same, it has been a batting paradise for a long time. So, mm. I, I agree with what Charval has to say. You know, if it will be interesting if Pakistan bat first today and South Africa chase, yeah, like it it if they chase well, it will be good for their confidence, but I, I yep. still see. I, I see Pakistan beating them because you know Pakistan just just have this in them like you know when when people write them off they certainly come and you know I think England will be supporting Pakistan today many 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 people are supporting Pakistan today I think I hope Pakistan make a good decision at the toss if they if they win the toss they you know bat first I'm and sure you know, they'll bat let, first surely I think let, let but it's yeah. it's Pakistan you, they can as we said they can you never know um yeah, one player to watch in that game. I think Fakhar Zaman might play. He's he's back from injury and he might play for Imam Al-Haq. But Hassan Ali is out, so I don't know. Again, there'll be the, the fast bowling depth will be tested there, and and whether their spinners can be threatening enough against South Africa is another big problem. But as we've said, you know, South, uh, you know, Pakistan can turn it on out of nowhere, and they need it to be today. Um. Thanks, Anuj. That wraps up our, our coverage of the World Cup for this episode. Thanks for your time, mate. Um, good luck to India, but hopefully not too much good luck. We want Australia to go all the way and make it a sixth title. But India looking very, very good at the moment and deserved favourites. Um, and then we can see who, you know, out of outside the top four challenges the top four at the moment. It promises to be an interesting race, particularly if Pakistan can beat South Africa. Thanks, Anuj. Thanks, Nash. Thank you, Anuj. And maybe we can all people. maybe we so can all gather you after the World Cup again and see where we how do we how do we win. Um, <laughs> Sounds but thank all right. You. Thank you, Anuj. Thank you, Shabel. Thank you so much. <laughs>